0: Welcome to Bossy Pants and the Nerd.
1: We're Mel and Kevin, and we're going to chat with you about our passions, what we've learned, and what we love.
0: Also, we're married to each other, and you get to listen to us talk. You are welcome. So today, I thought we'd talk a little bit about decisions.
1: Oh, this is what we're talking about. Yeah. We we had talked about two topics we and did. I wasn't sure that we decided. So Yeah, but
0: I have the microphone. Deciding, so I picked this one. We're
1: deciding in live time.
0: So we're going to talk about decisions and Mostly because I thought it would be hilarious and funny and awesome to uh, enlighten all of you in just how ridiculously differently Melanie and I approach big decisions or little decisions or tiny decisions or <laughs> things that really don't even need to be a decision. But for some reason, we're talking about it for 20 minutes.
1: Hey, don't point me out.
0: Hey, I, you What's know, when you, a rock a, <laughs> when you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, the one that yelps is the one that got hit. So...
1: Where are we beginning?
0: We're beginning in that, like, okay, so I'm going to ask you, I'm, I'm going to set a scenario. Okay. And we're, like, we're, we're going to role play, like, okay. as if this were Got really it. happening. Okay. okay. So, let's say it's, like, 4 o'clock. Okay. And you look at me. P.M.? Yeah, P.M. Okay. Yeah, because A.M., we're I mean, probably it's still It's possible
1: sleeping. to make a decision. <laughs> it, it
0: is, it is when possible. When your children
1: wake you up in the middle of the
0: night. Yeah, let's let's not do that. So, 4 p.m., Okay. I look at you, and you look at me, and neither one of us feels like cooking. Okay. And so we say this
1: never happens.
0: This this is this is like an everyday thing. <laughs> so I so I look at you and I say, "Okay, dearest wife of mine, what do you want for dinner? What goes to your head in the first five seconds?"
1: Um, I don't know. What do you want?
0: <laughs> okay, so that's basically what happens every time I ask you about any decision. What ever.
1: are you thinking? You
0: know, w- what do you want is probably the hardest question I could ask See, you.
1: See, okay, right. Oh, yes.
0: Okay. So right.
1: here's here's my thought. Um, I don't like to be pigeonholed and, and limited by the decisions. And mm. I remember this conversation back in, like, 2006 when we were traveling with your family to Maine. And it was a long car ride and everybody was trying to decide what they wanted to eat. Yep. And I didn't want to say a thing. And then what if I heard a better option or saw something better and got mm. limited in my original thing and yeah you are so willing to like go along with whatever so if i say taco bell and then you actually had a better idea like the
0: arby's Arby's
1: or the pizza place or the chinese place like true i don't want to say something and like and make the trajectory different than it smaller less than it could have been
0: so would it be fair to say that when you think about making decisions, you are concerned more about what you won't get to do, correct, than about what you are going to do?
1: Oh yes. Okay. And <laughs> see every scenario, big and small.
0: Okay, so yeah, so we didn't we didn't plan this, we didn't set this up, but I just kind of I assumed that's where you were gonna go with your answer. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Because obviously you know me. Yeah,
0: it's true. We we have known each other for for some time.
1: So, I mean, I go into McDonald's or someplace where I know the menu. Oh, yeah. And it's still, I might end up deciding the same thing I always get, Mm -hmm. but I still have to think about it. It's concerning because if if you
0: get chicken nuggets, you have to say no to the filet of fish.
1: Like, what if, okay, I've never said yes to the filet of fish, maybe like (laughs) once in my whole life. But maybe
0: you're missing out.
1: Right. So, what if I decide on sweet and sour sauce for my French fries. But I really also want a little bit of honey mustard. And Mm. I didn't ask for, you know, like...
0: Missed opportunity. Yeah. It, It is fair to say that she is very concerned mostly with like, but what if I want something else more? Investigating the options is her happy place. Now, me, when I have to make a decision, the first question that I ask myself when I have to make a decision is I ask myself, what is the worst thing that could happen? And how do I survive it? (laughs) So it's it's one of those things where like, I'm not so concerned with like, am I choosing the best option amongst all 15,000 possibilities? I just want to know, like, is there anything that I need to make absolutely certain does not happen?
1: So, and you're just to clarify, you're not like worst case scenario thinker. Like, oh no, like you don't fall into like, paralysis because of the worst case scenario
0: right no I'm mostly thinking to myself self if I really don't want to go to Red Lobster for dinner because I never want to go to Red Lobster for dinner I need to make sure that that does not come up as a reasonable suggestion in this conversation I want to eliminate the things that I definitely do not want okay. and just bury those deep so that they don't come which back. is
1: helpful yeah. in our discussions, limiting
0: choices. Say, limiting okay. choices is what I do first, and it is the thing you try to avoid. Right. Yeah.
1: So, so as, how as, how fun is that? <laughs> as for another topic, I, I, so I we did a podcast about Enneagram. We did, and I thought I was a three. I think I'm actually a seven. Yeah, which you're we not could, a three. We could discuss this. Being a seven means being an Epicure, and you just want a little bit of everything. And so, options are my favorite thing like yeah and also the worst thing because mm-hmm. you know whatever it is like i came home with a list of like significant choices to make and it wasn't like okay it could be two or three different options it was 11 different options true. <laughs> like and I, I i really enjoy building that list but then it becomes so much anxiety when i'm like once I have to start crossing things off the list, and and, and my... that's the first thing you ask me to do is, right. what can we cross off the list? Right.
0: And for you, it feels like I want to pull it, put a bullet in the head of one of your little decision children. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like
0: you, you, you've cared for these options, you've curated these I've curated
1: options, curated them, and you... you have yes.
0: investigated all of the myriad of yes. possibilities that life has to offer you. You are murdering, and the I want to murder your possible futures. Yeah, that is that is what I am doing. That is my job.
1: So let's just have a moment of silence for
0: <laughs> a moment of silence for all the murdered futures,
1: for all the decisions that won't be made. Okay. So, <laughs>
0: wow. I expected more from that. Okay. Fact, all right. I, I moving right I along. A
1: while, but I didn't want to be tr- overly dramatic. Oh, that's true. So what do we do from there?
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm just laughing at the irony of you saying you don't want oh, to be overly dramatic <laughs> I said
1: it to be ironic. Okay. I'm self-aware.
0: Oh, so true.
1: what's our next thought
0: i have no idea where we left off i'm still laughing okay, at so that we're talking thing. about
1: how i want all the options and it's you want true, to murder them and i
0: want to murder them mm-hmm. okay yeah so okay so from your perspective then okay all right um how do you arrive at a final choice how do you how do you achieve a measure of certainty in a decision
1: well my anxiety is rising right now. <laughs> just thinking about making a decision. Um, oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, I talk about it a lot Uh huh. to you. Verbal and processing, to multiple definitely. Multiple other people. Yes. I verbally process. And if you're I, on
0: any of Melanie's Voxer groups, I'm, yes, this is a shout out to you. Thank you, and I'm
1: sorry. Um... Yeah. There's the
0: button that plays it at twice speed if
1: you... Uh... Yeah, I know you use that all the time. <laughs> so talking about it a lot, because for me, people's perceptions of things, I've told them in the past. Like, I, I think I am afraid that I'm not consistent to myself. Like, mm. because I can make anything sound good. Like, any place to live, any person to be friends with, any... Any place oh, to go yeah. shopping. If I any, asked you to make a case like, for
0: going to Red Lobster career, for dinner,
1: anything you could
0: make even Red Lobster I sound good. I make
1: everything sound good. Exactly. And it's a gift, but it makes me think, what do I actually care about?
0: Mm. Just because
1: I can spin it in a million different ways. How
0: does the chameleon so, know what its true colors are? Precisely. Man, that sounds deep when I say it that way. It does.
1: So <laughs> that's why I'd have to talk to people who know me really well, who are willing to say, hey, Mel this is what you've said over and over again is one of your core values or, you know, this is what's important to you. Or you've said before you would never do that. What's changed. And like, mm. I don't like being pushed back upon. I really don't, but it it's necessary. I know it. It's necessary because otherwise I'd never make a decision.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, People also, who can
0: take past Melanie and say, what would past Melanie have to say about that?
1: Also, I think calling out my, the best version of myself, like, like having people say, okay, what would bring you joy? What would make you happy? What would what would help you, you know, what would make you smile on the other end of it? Like regardless mm. of the consequences. Um, so
0: consulting future Melanie.
1: Yeah. And that's tough too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I need to think about a specific, can we go back to like the dinner thing sure. or something? I like dinner. So... <laughs> So we're thinking about dinner and I think I have to think through what it's going to feel like. So we decide to go to XYZ restaurant. Am I go, if we decide to do that, will I like the food options? Mm -hmm. How do I, how does my body feel when I'm done eating the food options? How does my wallet feel after we've paid for said food options? Mm, Does
0: the food taste worse after you get the bill?
1: Do I want to actually go drive and get the food? Like all the, all those types of decisions. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like, if yes, that, that, if no, Um, and sometimes it's like, okay, what are my other options? Like I could just make dinner. Do Mm -hmm. I actually have, you know, if I have chicken in the freezer, we don't even have a microwave. So to like defrost the meat takes hours in a bowl of water.
0: Yeah. I think our lack of microwave is making us more vegetarian.
1: That's true. I, and I'm okay with that. I've always been more of a vegetarian.
0: Hashtag save the planet.
1: Right. But yeah, I have to think through how I will feel about those options. And if the answer is great, then I make the decision. But mm-hmm. how many times do I... So
0: so does that mean that you can't make a decision in situations where you don't like any of the options? Mm. What if? What if there's no great option? Like, what if your kid just Uh, colored on the wall and you have to decide how to punish them?
1: mm
0: -hmm. I mean, like, it's hard to imagine you thinking about your future self and going like, yeah, if I make her sit in a room for two hours, that's going to make me feel great.
1: That's true. It's not all about how I feel. Um, But yeah, I think that's where like the appealing to what's important to me. what Mm -hmm. What are my values? And so even in the moment of like, disciplining my children last night one of my values is sleep (laughs) and another value is not being abusive Um, and we were trying to have a sleepover of the the girls and i and it just wasn't going well um but i stopped my like i I made the decision not to act out mm. but i did push it to the anger that Mm. i didn't wish that i had But even in retrospect, that decision is understandable. Like, it was frustrating. (laughs) Uh, But I think, so obviously, it is possible to make a decision, even when there isn't a great outcome um, for me. Um, And I think you and I making it together is a super important part of that. Mm -hmm. So I think for us... um, like these last couple of weeks we've reconnected with prayer and just talking for 15 minutes early in the morning before everything starts. And we had done that for years and then we got away from it because probably Children, kids. Yeah. Um and my spiritual Children are a blessing. my spiritual director said, had, ha, "Do you and your husband pray together?" And I realized the answer was mostly no. We hadn't been praying together. And so we've just been sitting and saying, "How can I pray for you?" Essentially, but even in just that practice of we're connecting again, prayer is a really intimate practice, and we're opening up to what's on our minds, it helps us to realign our values and our goals as a as a couple, as a family. And it helps me to eliminate all of the other options that don't fit. Mm. Um, and that can be like health conscious options, or when to buy a vehicle, or like any of the myriad of decisions yeah.
0: to be made. Right now the answer of when to buy a vehicle is not now cuz mm-hmm. the market is awful.
1: Yeah. Sad yeah. Day. would you
0: like to pay $12,000 for a 200,000 mile car that has Seriously? a broken is that for real? muffler? I, it's probably close. Wow. It's ridiculous. Wow.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Makes me really love our old like Civic that so, just doesn't break. Yeah. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Bye shift.
1: Um so something else I was thinking just in terms of us making decisions
0: mm-hmm. like together. Yeah. Or well, separately? When
1: we're together, okay. when we're on the same page and when we're being honest with each other, it helps us to make decisions quickly mm-hmm. and to just know, like we can have one conversation about something huge and be, yep. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Whereas you know, and if it was just me by myself trying to do that, I would just mull it over for decades. But when you and I are...
0: <laughs> decades. Decades. That is a long uh, time.
1: I'm really good at exaggerating. You would
0: starve to death before you had dinner if it <laughs> yeah. took decades. Yeah, like,
1: should I work at McDonald's or Burger King? McDonald's or Burger King? I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: Burger King for the rings, McDonald's for everything else.
1: Ugh. I don't even like onion rings, so not See, Burger King. I, okay. Mm-hmm. We're not going to. I also
0: this. think the Whopper is better than that is the true. quarter pounder of cheese. I do like
1: a Whopper. Okay, that is true. Actually, I don't now that think like about the it. It's basically of fries. The
0: fries are basically the only fries thing McDonald's are really has better. Fries are better at McDonald's, hot. but everything else
1: if is hot.
0: better at Burger King. I think.
1: So back Did to you the have a better
0: chicken made. sandwich. We
1: too? have made a hand must be full of decisions. You just ate, didn't you?
0: No, it's. Oh, it's. I haven't eaten because I didn't want to go.
1: Well, I have my food over into the microphone. So. We've made a handful of decisions, major life decisions in like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. When And I think for us, that comes from our belief in God's spirit helping us along. Like it comes, it's a spiritual practice that God gives us wisdom. When we both agree on something immediately, we know it must be true <laughs> because we've already I- I- explained how... Wishy-washy, I can be, mm-hmm. and you know, like, and we just don't agree on yeah. a lot of things. Like, we have very legal.
0: different value sets. Historically, for like from many things,
1: from our earliest dating years, we would like disagree and debate about things. But it's just the desire to both understand yeah. each other and to grow, and a willingness to grow that gets us from.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's one of the stronger parts of our relationship is we we fight fair. Aw. For the most part yeah
1: every once in a while
0: <laughs> right like but i'm not like, gonna say it always I'm, but like
1: like yeah we... when i wasn't on medication like probably there wasn't a lot of fair fighting like anyways but no yeah problem. we fight fair like we we i often want to give up and just be like forget it i don't want to talk about this anymore but i can be reengaged especially if the kids are not in the room and we're able to focus and we have to, and i'm not too tired like if it's if I <laughs> my eyes aren't falling asleep But if we can hash it out over, you know, a cup of coffee or while I'm washing the dishes or (laughs) that's what I do when I'm upset is clean things or we take a walk or whatever, Um, we we finally figure out where the other one is or where, you know, if in my case where I am, like it takes me a while to figure out where I am. So I think that's why decisions are so hard. Well, I is think it's I know where other people are. I know even like I've said recently, I know where God is. Like I'm not questioning God's presence in my life. I don't know where I am.
0: And I think that's a focus thing. I think you're focused on and this is why you thought you were a three for a while. Yeah. Because you're very aware of what other people might think about whatever's happening. Right right which is which is sort of an enneagram 3 sort of thing to think right, right? to to care about and want to Performance want to pay something. attention to yeah. how is this going to appear to other people mm-hmm. not just how do i feel about it mm-hmm. um i think one of the biggest things that at least for me that makes it super different is that i figure like i'm going to eliminate the worst ones
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then when i get to the point where i can sort of live with all the ones that are rat- left i'm like okay which of these is the easiest? Like, which of these requires the least amount of reorganizing my whole life?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, which of these is Yeah, low you're cost? a very low
1: overhead kind of a guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: like I wanna conserve my mental energy. Like, hey, if I wanna to go to Five Guys and it's five minutes away, but I also sort of wanna to go to whatever other restaurant and it's 20 minutes away and I feel sort of the same, I'm just going to pick five guys because it's closer.
1: Yeah, we kind of share that. Mm-hmm. So,
0: like, if you eliminate the crappy ones that you're like, yo, I, I need to avoid these. Right. And then you look at what's left and you're like, okay, which of these can I do easily? Mm-hmm. And they're all sort of the same. Like, I am i don't have a strong feeling here. Yeah. You just go for it.
1: Yeah, I think I'm thinking back to some, like, major decisions that I made before you. Like, going where to go to college. Mm-hmm. And I, I do feel like I made that decision mostly on my own because of the gut feeling that i got when i was there like i know this is right so i i i I wasn't even going to consider an option that wasn't you know in alignment with all of my desires and values Mm -hmm. so any option would have been good and here's the other thing i don't think there's one right decision to make and i know you don't either like and the
0: idea that God has one plan for your life, and if you ever step off it, you're screwed for all eternity, is, I, is incredibly stressful and borderline abusive as a theology.
1: Right. Just gonna
0: just gonna lay it out so there. Let's not, let's not mince and words. And that goes
1: for spouse. That goes for education. Mm-hmm. That goes for job. And so i made that decision because i was like i feel right here i feel like i belong here and so that's what i'm looking for most of the time when i'm making a big decision you know like when we're interviewing for jobs like in denominational stuff like what place is going to say we speak the same language these i'm like i want to be with this person like Mm -hmm. and just connecting there and i think that's one of the reasons i was drawn to you is i I've never questioned that you've wanted to be with me. And I've noticed in myself even recently that even in some of my closest friendships, I'm every once in a while feel insecure about whether or not they actually want to be with me. Mm. And that's something I've never questioned. I don't think I've ever questioned that for you. Even when you're like, even when we've had the arguments about like how much video, how much wow you were playing 12 years ago or whatever.
0: Man, that's a throwback.
1: Like, even that even when you wanted to do other things I never questioned whether or not you liked being with me and I think that's why I like to be with you
0: because I'm low maintenance
1: <laughs> and in addition to that i I just wanted to say to all of our listeners just to re reiterate that there's no one right decision for most things unless it's like self-care or should i or should i not
0: murder you know like the answer is there's some things you don't even have to do
1: not murder you know like ten commandments style people just don't do bad things but when it's like should i do this or this should i do this or this like will it you know like last night we went out to five guys and it we hadn't been in two or three four years five guys
0: got more expensive and it was
1: so expensive like way more expensive than we thought it would be and so we we finished it. And we're like, that was good, but I don't think I need to do that again. I'd rather just eat McDonald's French fries than pay whatever I just. It's true. So I'm able to say or the
0: six dollar deal at Dairy Queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Praise we Jesus have to for that. A
1: Sunday. Maybe we need to do that tonight. So, <laughs> but it's also okay to say, yeah, that wasn't a great decision, but I did the best with what I could.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a big thing that I know that I told you early on that I don't think you believed me Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, there were a lot of things I said that I don't think you believed but the idea that you can make the best decision before it happens Mm -hmm. and if it goes badly that doesn't make it the wrong decision afterward
1: right even if you change your mind right like the
0: fact that you have hindsight like oh that didn't go the way I thought it would right that doesn't make you wrong because you you were right to do the best you knew how right You know, and so, like, it means, I mean, to use the whole future past present self thing, like, it's kind of a jerk move for present self to judge past self. Yeah for things that past self didn't know
1: yeah unless you literally are making horrible decisions based out of yeah
0: like if you walk up and you're like okay I need to choose where to go to college and you literally like hit the random button on the Wikipedia page of list of colleges oh
1: I was thinking like or and instead you decide to go rob a bank you
0: know I mean like yeah if you intentionally make a lazy decision and don't even make an effort like sure that's on you like you didn't put in the work but if you put in the work and you make the best choice you can I mean, like, and I think one of the big things for me is that God sort of promised that if you seek wisdom, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that if you try to make the best decision and you ask for God's help in making the best decision, at some point you just got to shoot. Yeah. Like you you can't sit on it forever. At some point you have to move.
1: And here's, here was the other part of what I was thinking is not only that there's no one right decision, but also you can change your mind like i think there's a lot of pressure especially like in high school and we i think we've, how
0: many careers have i had we've talked about this
1: <laughs> yeah like even if you like you've made yeah you've had a bunch of careers i've had a bunch of different jobs Biology, like,
0: chemistry business just analyst.
1: because you don't end up having the one career for 40 years right. doesn't mean you're a failure it means you're open to possibility and if you're following god's lead like some some of our decisions have on the outside looked dumb because of financial like we made some not great financial decisions but we didn't make them for the financial we made them because we felt like god was asking us god was leading us to that
0: well and i I think part of it too is you are more than your job
1: Mm. and that
0: just that's not really related to the topic of decisions at all yeah but it needs to be said yeah. If you're a pastor, you are more than just a pastor. Mm-hmm. If you work in business, you are more than just a business analyst. Mm-hmm. If you work in customer service, you are more than just the person that boomers scream at all day. Like, it, There's more to you than that. You work so that you can pay your bills, so that you can do your actual life. Mm-hmm. Your job is not there to give you meaning. Your job is there to give you cash because that's the society we live in. We live in a capitalist society where you need some cash. So go get some cash and then live your life. Mm. And if you happen to like your job, then great. That's a bonus. Mm -hmm. I'm super happy for you. Mm -hmm. But don't let your job define you. Mm. And so, I mean, I think that's true. Like so often we can get stuck in the trap of looking for the one right thing. But really what it means is you just eliminate the stuff that absolutely doesn't work and then take your best shot. Yeah. And if you need to take something different tomorrow, then go for it. But don't don't let yourself get stuck don't let yourself don't let your don't beat up your past self for making a wrong decision because if you never look back and go man that i should have done that differently if you never look back and think that you've changed that's a problem right you should be changing you should make different decisions now yeah. if Kevin could take his 35 year old brain and stick it in my 15 year old body I would do drastically different things with my life
1: yeah I don't feel like that's a good idea
0: and 15 year old me was kind of an idiot
1: but that's but he okay. was a well-meaning
0: idiot yeah. and I still like him yeah <laughs> and that's okay
1: so in closing I just want to suggest that if you are needing help making a decision the next right thing podcast by emily p freeman Ooh. is a great place to start especially her first like 30 or 40 episodes she's like hundreds of episodes in now but there are 10 to 20 minute long episodes about making decisions and how to make a life and doing your next right thing in love well there you go so good luck so now that you.
0: you're done listening to our podcast apparently you should go listen to hers
1: yeah start at the beginning have a great day peace out folk good luck